Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to Do You Even Lift, Bro, a podcast about home gyms, DIY, lifting, and life. This podcast is a production of Garage Gym Experiment. For those of you who prefer to look at our faces while we talk, this podcast is also available on YouTube on the Garage Gym Experiment channel. As always, I am Matt, and Kyle is waiting in the wings. Yo, 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 yo. Today, we're going to be interviewing Nice Like Mike and answering some questions that you all sent in. Our guest this week is Mike. He's known for his DIY project, his abrasive personality, and his luscious hair. Please welcome Nice Like Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Such a pleasure to be here, fellas. Mike is probably a jerk. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, I, did, so... I did name myself appropriately <laughs> to hide my jerkiness. I mean, I thought about, you know, doing like man bun Mike and, and, and a bunch of other ones, but yeah, you know, that, yeah, yeah. no, uh, you know, it's funny, the, the nice, like my thing, I couldn't come up with anything super creative and I have a super common name. So, you know, all those, mm-hmm. the, all the good Instagram names are already taken. And I even had to throw underscores on this one just to secure it, but it was more, it was more to be like, nice, you know, like, cause I use uh, nice a lot, like, oh, that's nice, bro. Or, you know, yeah. nice, nice squat, you know, whatever have you. So that was it. But, you know, I've kind of adopted this, like, I don't know. I think I'm a nice guy anyway. Yeah. You know, I, try, I try to put there out, you, go. you know, we'll see niceness about into that. the world. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah, yeah. I'm not completely sold just yet. <laughs> no, okay, know, all right. Put me, one, put me to the test. In preparation for this interview, we asked you to send over a bio, which you did. And uh, I got to be honest, a lot of it seems to be a, a work of fiction. It's also weirdly written in third person. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Was that that weird? Yeah, it was kind of weird, dude. Okay. It was like your publicist wrote something about you. You know, you're like, hey, uh, can you just write a quick uh, couple paragraphs about me real quick? Like, sure. Make me sound good. Yeah, I thought about shifting it over to uh, first person, (laughs) but I know we were kind of crunched for time, so I just figured I'll get it to you. And I thought, like, this will give them good material. They're for sure going to make fun of me for writing this person. So, yeah. Yeah, we've been making fun of you for days, man. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) We just got it last night, but we've been talking about you for a week. I've been seeing those. I've been seeing those likes on my original post. I'm like, oh man, they're digging. They're digging deep into my Instagram. Liking it hard. So, but anyways, let's see here. I'm going to kind of dive into it. I got it pulled up on my screen. Uh, it says here, child prodigy, uh, seeing early success as a Nickelodeon star. After hitting mm. puberty, you couldn't get booked as a sweet nerdy kid anymore. And so Nickelodeon basically stopped calling you. And I just want to be clear. This is what you wrote. These are your words, not mine. Damn. That sounds horrible, yeah. dude. Yeah. On your bio though, let's go back. You said uh, Nickelodeon star, right? Did you, uh, did you meet Kenan and Kale? Star is a stretch. I met Omar Gooding. Omar Gooding, Cuba Gooding oh, Jr.'s brother. Remember, he nice. was a, one of the hosts. He's yeah. one of the hosts of Wild and Crazy yeah, Kids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah so cool, man. that works. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't any kind of Nickelodeon star for anybody bro, who's bro. What? Stop right there. Stop being <laughs> nice. Stop being okay. modest. Okay. Yeah. If yeah. I met you when I was ten. I would have looked up to you. You would be my freaking idol, man. I am so jealous. <laughs> Wild and Crazy time. Kids was one of my favorite shows of it all time. It was a great show. Really? Yeah. You said, you have, I mean, yeah, you yeah, have the t-shirts? I love, I love the show so much that my mom, I don't know if she made me a DIY shirt or got a really bad knockoff, <laughs> but it was like yeah. not the right logo, <laughs> but it's still, it said wild and crazy kids. And I wore it all awesome. the freaking time, dude. 
like you know and they let us keep those so shirts jealous. too i have no idea oh. where they are uh, oh man but yeah Bummer. we did get to keep those shirts yeah um man. yeah so wild and crazy kids you know growing up in southern california uh i think you know that's hollywood right so that's where mm-hmm. all that kind of production and all that those things types mm-hmm. of things happen and the uh the grade school that i went to must have had some type of uh a relationship with the production studios because there was often like film crews and stuff that would use our school as a backdrop for whatever mm-hmm. and so over the course of my time in grade school there were there would occasionally be like the teacher would say like okay hey guys you know wild and crazy kids is back uh we've got these <laughs> release forms you know if you guys are interested in being considered for participation you know fill it out and take it home and have your parents sign it and bring it back and we'll submit it for you and I got selected Man. three different times to be that on Wild and Crazy, crazy Kids. So, yeah, it so was a, it was, it was a three blast. different times. It wasn't like you won and then you came back and won again and won again. It was like three different occasions. Right, right. It's three completely different shows. I don't know that Damn. the show was like set up where they'd bring back a champion yeah, yeah, or a yeah. winner or anything. It was just mm-hmm. random bunches of kids, you know, competing against each other. Uh, and I, you know, myself, my 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 younger sister, she was on as well. She was actually so in the in the intro for Wild and Crazy Kids, they would show all of these like quick flashes of like previous episodes, right? Uh-huh. And yeah. for the longest time, I mean, years after we, I don't know how long it ran, but for at least a year or so after we had uh, had done the episode together, she was on that, like she was like eating a scoop of ice cream with a oh, little nice. smile on her face for the Oh uh, man, for the I gotta look that up on YouTube, yeah. man. That's right. awesome. Yeah, I was gonna ask you if you had any of that footage or uh, is it just lost? I've, I've looked. I've looked pretty hard to see if yeah. I could find any kind of old footage, but there's there's not much out there for Wild and Crazy it's, Kids. It's hard to find that stuff. Um, not nearly as old, but uh, when my son was three, mm-hmm. I submitted a video for America's Funniest Home Videos, and he was on it, and they sent us a shirt, and it was like a short clip, but like aside from the air date, I've yeah. never seen it again, and like I cannot oh. find it. But uh, it was, it's, you know, same kind of thing. Like they just shoot so much footage and they put right. so much out into the oh, world. Sure. Like it's a, Absolutely. impossible. I mean, I'm sure some, somebody somewhere has it, but hard for the regular Joe to find it. Absolutely. And I don't even think the, uh, the third one that I did even made it to air. I never saw it. Oh. I, I was going to ask, I feel like some of those are probably don't even air, do they? Yeah, no, I don't think yeah. they do. So, like the first one I did was we were doing like this co- conveyor belt banana split where we like we each had a station and we had to like make a banana split as in the conveyor belts going faster and faster and yeah, faster. Yeah. Uh, that's where they got the shot of my sister taking a bite of ice cream. Nice. And then the other one, the second one I did was a, a ketchup and mustard quick draw. So they like, dressed us up as cowboys and mm-hmm. team ketchup and team, team mustard. And you know you had to try and draw <laughs> on your guy and squirt nice. him with ketchup or mustard. Yeah, and then the, the one that didn't air uh, was my absolute favorite, which was like rollerblade races around the mall. So they like shut down the mall for us to be able to just rollerblade all over oh, dang. the mall. And I was I was a huge Mighty Ducks fan also growing yeah. up. And so I was super into rollerblading. And that was, yeah. I mean, amazing <laughs> to be able to skate all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's yeah. get back on track. All right, okay. Mike. So you first popped up on my radar uh, when mm. you posted a reel. It was your most advanced DIY squat rack, um, which I reposted, and people really seemed to like it. But it yeah. wasn't long after that that you got rid of it and upgraded to the Rogue RM3 power rack. 
that was that was built out of necessity, man. I I couldn't get my hands on anything. I couldn't get any equipment. I didn't know how to find equipment. I was there was a couple of guys on Instagram, like as many reviews as possible. Maybe mm. the longest Instagram name ever. Uh, <laughs> he would occasionally, like especially during 2020, would would post in his stories when equipment was available, and and so I had secured like a a, a Grizzly Power Bar and a 55 a set or pair of 55 pound bumper plates from American Barbell. And so I knew that those were coming. They took forever to ship. I mean, I think they took like six weeks to ship from American Barbell. And this was when they were still figuring out the home gym consumer and their website wasn't really up to snuff. I didn't have have order confirmation or anything. I think I had to Instagram them, uh, DM them on Instagram to ask like, hey, did you get my order? Like, is it it coming? (laughs) Uh, So in knowing that those were going to come, uh, I built the flat bench, you know, because I didn't know how to get one. And and at this point, I didn't know when and if gyms were going to open again. And I wasn't trying to just start spending a bunch of money. I, I had to, you know, get my wife sign off on me buying a, you know, $300 power bar. And I don't even know how much the bumper plates cost, you know? Oh, we know, Mike. Now let's take a moment to highlight another piece of gym equipment. The Rep Fitness AB5200 is easily one of my favorite adjustable benches on the market. Constructed from 11 and 7 gauge steel, this bench boasts an incredible 1,000 pound weight capacity, which provides me with the ultimate peace of mind while lifting. The AB5200 has an overall length of 58 and a half inches and comes weighing in at 125 pounds. Thankfully, Rep included a handle along with a set of wheels to make light work of maneuvering this beast. The bench features a closed ladder system on both the back and seat pads, allowing for the user to quickly adjust between a variety of angles. All of this combined with the ability of the bench to stand and store upright made for an easy decision when it came time to make my purchase. What are your thoughts, Cal? The 5200 sounds like an awesome bench, but I ultimately decided on the AB4100. The 7 and 14 gauge steel and the 700 pound weight capacity are more than enough to support me in a variety of exercises. It's 51.3 inches in total length and weighs just 85 pounds. Those specs combined with the horizontal handle and wheels make it super easy to move and maneuver around the gym. It has the same pad adjustments as the 5200 and the built in kickstand gives it the ability to soar upright, which is awesome. Okay, let's switch gears, Mike. Are you ready? You ready to talk about some real stuff? Let's talk about some real stuff. What are we talking about? All right. So I read in your weird-ass bio that you had a bunch of different gyms. You had an apartment gym. You yeah. had almost a DIY gym. Now you have sort of cur- like a currently like a hybrid gym. Hybrid, yeah. Which one is your favorite? And uh, yeah, which, which one is your least favorite? Which one's your most favorite? Well, my most favorite is definitely my current space. There's a lot of sentiment tied to some of my early gyms, you know. So, yeah, I have a weight loss story. You know, I I had I had ballooned up to a very uncomfortable weight. I was not a happy person. Like my my weight had gotten so bad for me personally that I remember like I would like walk into the the bathroom to take a shower and I would like open the medicine cabinet, you know, and yeah. then, so that it would block the mirror because I didn't want to yeah. see myself without a shirt on you know i was so i was just i felt so miserable and uh and the way that that got turned around is i remember i was at um i was at a family thanksgiving and my little cousin was i was hanging out with him and he was telling me this crazy story about his buddy who was doing this home at home workout program and he had lost like over a hundred pounds in 
like 90 days or something. And, and I didn't really, you know, play and never, you know, paid any attention. I just kind of, I, I was listening, but I didn't like, you know, buy, uh, give him any reactions to it or anything. And so, you know, I went home and I remember like, he said P90X, what did he say? And I got a hold, I, I bought it and I, I, I started committing to P90X and I, I ran P90X three times over the course of a year. That was mm -hmm. when I started, you know, buying fitness equipment. I started, you know, P90X is set up so that you don't have to have any weight, but as you, you know, kind of get stronger and stuff, you, you can. And so my first gym was essentially just like random dumbbells. And then one of those, uh, door frame pull-up bars, you know, that mm -hmm. completely yep. jacks up your, your, your trim <laughs> and, right. um, and that, and, you know, so there's a lot of sentiment in that because literally my blood, sweat and tears was poured into that equipment as I was, you know, transforming my body and, and kind mm -hmm. of like finding my confidence again. And, um, and yeah, so that, that one had just has a ton of sentiment to it. And a lot of those pieces actually were what was, what was sold off uh, at the end of 2019, but my current space, man, I, I, I love my current space, man. Like yeah. I'll. I, I will have I will have a home gym like this or better for the rest of my life without right. a doubt. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I went through a similar thing um, before we moved into our current house. We mm -hmm. lived uh, up north from where we are now, like a three-hour drive. But we sold that house in May. We bought this house in September, so we had like four months where we were basically homeless. Um, and we were just renting different Airbnbs. And during that time, I knew I was going to be having a basement and building a gym. So I was buying stuff on Craigslist and putting it in my storage unit. Yeah. Um, but I was also like, I, I brought some of that stuff to the Airbnbs, So I was able to work out and it was right at the beginning of my fitness journey. So like, I feel you with the sentimental part. Like yeah. I had basically nothing. Like I was using a curl bar for everything. Yes. And I probably had like 35s, 25s, and that was about it. And I was yeah. doing like a, you know, like an hour workout every day using just that. I had a 35 pound kettlebell. I think I had one 45 pound plate and I was just like, you know, doing as much as I can with the little amount of stuff that I had. And I right. like, it made a huge difference from where I was, you know, prior to doing that. Like mm -hmm. I actually made progress and made gains and stuff. And it's what really got me hooked. And so I was so looking forward to having a full gym. Yeah. And it's just been like, yeah, an obsession since then. But it yeah, is an I feel obsession. You, bro. Yeah. yeah. All these 4th of July sales are dropping right now. My gosh. I'm like unfollowing <laughs> accounts on Instagram. I'm like, you guys yeah. are, no, I can't. Right. Nope. Off the record, you had told me you were thinking about doing another move, possibly out of state. So my mm. question for you is, if you do that, from your current gym, what are you bringing? What stuff are you selling and replacing? And then what stuff are you just like, I don't ever need another one of these. I'm just gonna get rid of it and not buy a new one. I've thought about this a lot. You, know, <laughs> you I, have because to. we're yeah, we're it's, getting it's pretty close. One. Yeah, we're getting pretty close to to making the move. It'll probably be sometime in the fall uh, or early fall. I feel fairly confident that I can take everything that I have in my current space Hype with me. dream, bro. That's crazy. No way. I feel like I can. Everything breaks down, right? <sighs> the RM3 breaks down. The plates and the dumbbells are, you know, they're, they're heavy, 
but they're small and you can tuck them and Lego them yeah, into they're things. And I still have all my barbell tubes. They're up in the rafters as insulation. Wow, yeah. Man. So oh, nice. Okay. So, uh, way to plan so, ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'll be able to get them all back in their tubes. I think I'm going to try and take, take everything. I reached out to a buddy who owns a moving company and I, uh, I ran some weights by him. He's like, oh, yeah, you could get all that weight into a single box truck. I thought, okay, okay. Dang. All right. <laughs> yeah. um, so before you leave Seattle, tell me this. Is it true mm. that everybody in Seattle is depressed? I would say that the majority of people here are pretty grumpy. Um, yeah, it's the weather, man. I think, however, mm. I will say, I will say, though, as somebody who came from Southern California, where the sun is abundant, right? It's the, like the polar opposite. Like, right, it rarely rains. It's true. That's true. Uh, and when it rains, it's an event, right? Like, everybody kind of goes outside. I want to go for a walk in the rain. Yeah. People can't um, drive on the freeway when it's raining. Yeah. There's crashes everywhere. Yeah, man. It's true. It's true. Uh, but the cool thing about, about Seattle is because we don't have the sun that often... Uh, when the sun shows up, it is it changes everything. People get outside. Mm-hmm. The parks are packed. The lakefronts are just like crowded. Everybody gets outside. The day, and so the days are long. Like the sun will be up until ten, ten thirty sometimes. You know, just because we're I think we're closer to the equator here. So mm-hmm. summer is an event here. Um, people are on boats. Whereas you know Southern California. It's just another sunny day. It doesn't influence right. your behavior at all. Yeah. You know, if anything, you're going to hide and go to a movie for the air conditioning or something. And, you know, so, but yeah, people in Seattle, you know, they call it the Seattle freeze. You know, they're not very friendly and that kind of thing. I, I didn't mm-hmm. personally experience that with when I got here. I, I found a really great community of friends pretty quickly, but I see it. I do see yeah. it. Especially nice. when I go somewhere else. When, when we visit other places... Uh, as as potential loca- relocation spots for us, and people are really friendly or greet you as you're passing <laughs> them in a door, or like the clerks and stuff are really nice. I like that, you know. I like to interact. Yeah. I like to, you know. I always, you know, I always kind of have this like internal goal where when I when I walk away from a clerk or something, or even when I talk on the phone with a customer service rep, I want them to be like that. Man, I like that guy. That guy, that was <laughs> that was the coolest customer I had today, you know. Yeah. And Right. And so when you find that outside of Seattle, it's, it's nice. And, and then it just, it highlights how not like that it can be here. I think it does. Bro, visit the Midwest sometime. It's like, oh, I have. It's, it's so friendly out here. Like it's almost too friendly. Like get out of my case. Don't wave at me because I'm driving down your street. Stop it. Yeah. You just have to, you just kind of have to keep your hand ready. The road. Don't wave all the time. everybody everywhere yeah yeah when we first moved to our our house when we moved to indiana like the first night we got there neighbors brought us like pot roast for dinner like oh hey welcome to the neighborhood here's pot roast you guys probably don't have groceries or anything yet it was just like what the hell where are we this is so weird like if that happened in california it'd be like they're um, probably baking poison into this food and, uh, sure. you know, trying to kill us. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. That's true. All right. Um, anyway, so um, before we uh, <clears throat> before we started this, I asked my Instagram followers if they had any questions for us to answer mm-hmm. on this episode. Um, they were mostly either directed at just me or 
Matt and myself, but Mike, feel free to chime in if any of these are relevant to you. So first one, Mr. Kurt Locker asked if Matt and I will ever compete in some strength related competition. Uh, Matt, uh, Mike, I'll let you answer this one first, actually. Okay. Uh, I've thought about competing in a powerlifting competition on numerous occasions when I was training at a powerlifting gym prior to like that. I was training at a powerlifting gym when the gyms closed in 2020, Mm -hmm. had a great community of guys there. I I keep in touch with a few of them still. Um, and that was always the conversation. Like somebody was always prepping for a meet at any given Mm -hmm. time. Right. And so the question would always be directed at me. Are you going to compete? Are you going to compete? And you know, I would look at my body weight, you know, I'm, I'm in the two hundreds, you know, like I walk around at like two ten, two fifteen, sometimes two thirty. And when I look at the weight that the guys who are sitting in my, at my, in my weight class, what they're lifting, I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I don't think I even stand a chance. Uh, but the thought has crossed my mind a few times. Maybe, maybe when I become a master's, I'll reconsider, you know, and, and, and go in and, and try to do it then. But I've done some, some online powerlifting competitions outside of the garage gym competition and for friendly, for, for friendly reasons. And it's all good, but I don't know. I guess that's, a, I guess that's a maybe. Matt, what about you? I don't know. I like, I like the idea of it. I like the idea of being involved in something and everyone kind of cheering you on and like working towards an end goal and then, you know, kind of seeing what you can do and, and pressing your limits. But like Mike said, man, I feel like I wouldn't compete, you know, as far as like what everyone else is lifting. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't let that, you know, okay, well, I'm just here to have fun guys. And just to, no way. Right. Like I want to be the best <laughs> yeah. or I want to be like chasing the best. You know what I mean? I don't want to be the guy yeah. that's like, Hey, you got this, you know, and like here I am lifting yeah. a few hundred pounds less than everyone else. Screw that. So probably a no yeah. for me. Dang. Well, I hate to jump on the bandwagon, but I'm the same, man. I mean, I'm the smallest guy out of us three, and I can barely outlift my 14-year-old son. So competing against adults that are my size that have been lifting (laughs) for the last decade, it just doesn't sound appealing. Like the idea of not only losing, but being the worst competitor (laughs) in the history of the event yeah. It's just not something that I want under my belt. Yeah, so no thank you. I'll, I'll gladly compete in garage gym competition or the, uh, yeah. the ice cream classic. But uh, <laughs> anything where, like, it really matters, I don't want yeah. uh, to be participating. I mean, yeah. not right now. Maybe, maybe someday I'll, I'll get real swole and I'll want to show it off at a competition. But at yeah. this point, no. What is something you would never attempt to DIY? I think I'm going to need you, one of you guys to go first. I'll tell you Speechless. Mike would attempt yeah. to DIY anything. Him. No, no, no. That's, <laughs> He's running through the list of no things. Limit. <laughs> yeah. There is no limit to Mike's yeah, abilities. I think mine is, uh, and it's, I know, I, like, I'm capable of things, but I just, when it comes to my kids, I don't trust my capabilities. So I don't know that I would build anything, like, DIY anything that's, like, maybe like a tree house, a swing set, something like that, that, that mm. should be oh, relatively easy to build. Stuff. But mm. I, I yeah. don't know that I would feel, just because mainly I would never hear the end of it if it were to break with my child on it and they were to get hurt. Right. Yeah. I would, yeah, honestly, yeah. I'd feel terrible, but I'd never hear the end from it from my family, you know, from my wife, from the kid, you know what I mean? So yeah, right. definitely that for me. Yeah, um, I, I would never attempt to DIY a house and... Uh, 
I mean, not like anybody's asking me to do that, but I bring it up because my great-grandfather actually did DIY a house, and it's pretty badass that he was able to do it in like a, like a full-on house with a basement on a lake in the Ozarks, and uh, my dad lived in it, my family lived in it for a while, so super cool, but like the... the just the the sheer reason that you were saying Matt, like if something were to happen to anybody or anything ever hell no dude i'd never i'd never hear the end of it it would be like a disgrace i'd go climb into a hole and never come out ever again so this is this question isn't limited to gym equipment then i'm sure the person who asked was asking about gym equipment but since we have been talking like we just did the other podcast about DIY equipment, yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, let's branch out and talk about other shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I genuinely don't know if there's anything I wouldn't build. I actually would love to build a house. I wouldn't do it by myself, right? I would, I would seek a guide. I would look for a Gandalf, right, to, to like <laughs> show me the way. Um, yeah. But I, I always, I, I actually find myself like uh, admiring people who have picked like a career or a profession that doubles is benefiting them in their personal life as well right mm -hmm. so like general contractors and stuff like that who can build their own house or fix their mm -hmm. own stuff at home you know i'm like oh, i'm in tech i don't know that really what is that how does that help me in real life i don't know i'm good at talking with people i don't know um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well you know talking is kind of important human it's a quality bit of a skill. so yeah i feel like yeah. and not only do you talk good. to people but you try to make sure everybody has a good day after they talk to you. That's pretty, that's pretty handy. <laughs> He's a good guy. Yeah, I, think, I think my answer would probably be, I, I would never, like, if we're just for a gym equipment answer, I don't think I'd ever try to DIY a treadmill. I don't think I'd try to oh. DIY anything with like a motor in it. So, yeah, no, I wouldn't either. But I have seen a DIY treadmill that basically uses, it's kind of like the... the bars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That roll, kind of like for the, mm -hmm. at the playground, they have the slides that right. have those. I've seen yeah. those. I don't know how it feels, but I mean, that seems like it might be doable. I feel like it's not great on your knees. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, last one. What is the best DIY project other than plyo box, blocks, or barbell plate storage? I see those a lot. And this one was submitted by Vintage Weights PGH, our bro. Rob. Um, so, yeah, Rob, there we go. Uh, yeah, so, Mike, what would be your answer to this question? I think the best DIY project you can probably do that was not on Rob's excluded list is a DIY pulley system or ah. improving on the basic, mm. you know, uh, soft loop strap pulley system that you can get from anywhere mounting it to a shackle or something else similar to page over design build lift. I think that there's, there's a lot of you, you can, you can improve them significantly with very, very, very little effort. Yeah. So that would be yeah. my, my answer. Yeah. Very nice. That's actually a really, really good answer and a really like, that's a serious answer. I was going to say some goofball stuff, but, <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, this again, wasn't specified and I'm, uh, not to sound like a diva, but I'm kind of tired of talking about DIY gym equipment. So yeah. I would say, 
<laughs> the best Kaz thing. Kaz and <laughs> I know, right? Really uh, the best thing, there, like, buddy. I've made like a handful of tables and bookshelves oh, yeah. and other various stuff around the house, and I, I really, I find a lot of joy in making that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't post about it because it's not, you know, my equipment stuff. But like, a good side table man. Mm. Mm. Um, I made like a farmhouse dining room table. I really, I really love it. Um, I've made like a ton of storage in my garage, um, my workbench, like all that stuff is, it's just fun. And I really like the ability to say, here's a thing that I need. I could go to the store and spend a hundred, 200, whatever, or I can just sort of like figure it out and make it and I can make it bigger or smaller or, you know, taller or shorter. And I love that, um, that ability to be able to customize and also save money. Cause I've just got a ton of scrap wood in my garage. I could literally yeah. not go to the lumber yard for the next year and still have enough wood to make everything I need. So that's what I would say. All right. Well, that about wraps it up. Mike, thanks for joining us. Go ahead and tell the listeners where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at nice like Mike underscore underscore. I post there DIY projects, gym hacks, and other stuff. We'll soon be expanding to other social media platforms. So watch nice. that space. Nice. Mike, do you have anything for us? You know what? I have a couple of questions that I was really hoping that I could ask you guys, if you don't mind. Oh, what? Oh, really? Yeah, I do. Oh. I do. Matt. Oh, no. <laughs> What's with the bread? Why, uh, at least a while ago, would you always post loaves of bread or post pictures on your Instagram page right. of loaves of bread <laughs> in your home gym? I, I don't, don't get it, no, but I want to know. Right, 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 right. No, like no one got it. I don't. It was just uh, one day I covered up a uh, a shipping label on like a rogue box with a slice of <laughs> yes. bread. And yeah. people just like, I don't know, it got a really good reaction. It was the stupidest thing. And I was like, eh. and then it just kind of evolved. I'll tell you when it quit, though. I'll tell you when it quit is I made the surplus strength pulley video. And I bought like five loaves of bread, right? And this was like the cheap stuff. It was like 79, 89 cents a loaf. So, I mean, I spent like okay. less than five bucks, right? And I, I bought it for the purpose of demolishing it on that video. I caught so much flack of people talking about how wasteful I was and yada, yada, yada and stuff. And it just, I was like, are you kidding me? It was less than $5 and I bought it for this purpose. It was the cheap stuff. I mean, you got movie productions that freaking blow up houses and destroy cars. And I, <laughs> yeah, I wasted seriously. $5 in bread. Nah, it was, uh, I, it was fun, but I don't know. I just kind of evolved out of that. I feel like there was like a, just an air of me that I've kind of evolved out of and just kind of, I'm in a new phase of Matt and uh, it doesn't okay. really involve bread. I don't know, but I appreciate the question. There's- no more pictures are going to be posted of you like attempting to bite things on your Instagram page. Attempting to bite is like definitely going to happen. Yeah. I think everyone needs to be <laughs> okay. posting those pictures. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, man. Just woof. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Kyle, I have a question for you. Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? Explain this, please. Yeah. So explain um, this. I don't want to see the ring light, but yeah. A lot of people don't know. I actually have a twin brother who was born <laughs> in the '60s, and uh, he—I mean, he was—you know—my twin. We were born at the same time, but he traveled back in time 
and he was a musician in the 60s and 70s and uh that's that's who that picture is i mean it looks mm. a lot like me because we are identical <laughs> twins i see um he has longer hair sports a mustache and glasses which arguably is a super cool look i just can't pull it off um but for anybody who's curious uh you can check that dude out in an episode of la inc and uh find out for yourself how cool this guy is and for our listening audience i'm holding up a picture of a young man who closely resembles kyle however he has a horseshoe mustache with what do you even call these types of glasses like 70s glasses and a shag haircut super cool glasses super cool look i don't know i mean i I think that dude looks awesome i don't know about y'all all no referencing that picture yeah in uh in my 20s i was in a band and we traveled the u.s and the uk and uh played kind of like retro 70s kind of folky kind of indie and so we all sort of had like a a, like a really dorky look like that and that was that was my thing man that was so cool bro (laughs) i mean i still think it's cool but whatever dusty roads uh yeah and then yeah the picture was from i was on an episode of la inc and for your reference Anybody who's on the video, there's the tattoo I got on LA Inc. <laughs> yeah, in loving memory of cheese. Yeah, yeah. so fun, funny story, like you, my wife, well, she's not just cheese, my wife is allergic to dairy and eggs. Mm-hmm. Those are like her two big hitters. And, and what happens to her when she consumes dairy or eggs is it makes her incredibly tired. Like she can't help but to just go to the couch and she just needs to sleep. But she loves dairy and eggs. Yeah. And so if there's like a weekend, a Saturday or Sunday, and I've got a project that I need to work on and I need to maybe escape like a family day, I might slip an egg into the pancake batter. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, wow, dude. <laughs> Golly. She didn't know about this. It's more, yeah, no, I, usually what it is is she, she loves eggs too. So, and there's a couple of different like egg dishes. Like you guys ever made like, um, what do they call it? Like, I think in the UK, you probably had it when you were there, when it's like an egg in a nest, when you like take a circle out of the center of a piece of bread and you fry the egg in the bread yeah, on the yeah, pan. Yeah, she yeah. loves that. So I, I'll just kind of like persuade her by saying, are you sure you don't want eggs this morning? <laughs> she, calls it cir- she calls it circle toast. She's just like, yeah, are you making circle toast? And I said, I'll make you uh-huh. circle toast, babe. You know? and, and so- <laughs> Man, you're an evil dude. That's not evil. I'm trying not to have fun. Do You Even Lift Bro is hosted by Matt and Kyle and is a production of Garage Gym Experiment. Matt does the audio and video editing and Kyle handles pre-production. Be sure to check out Do You Even Lift Bro podcast on Instagram to submit your questions and stories for us to share. Matt can be found on Instagram at Matt Pendergraph and Kyle is Kaizen DIY Gym. Just a heads up, we'll be taking a break for the rest of the month to do family stuff and travel. If you enjoyed this podcast, suggest it to a friend and if you have time, rate and drop us a review. Jake? Do you have anything else? Nope. You heard it from the boss. See ya.